what's the deal, man? We're here with the Sick Podcast, and once again, you here with the Raiders recap. It's been a little minute, man. Been a little minute since we've been on the air, so you know what I mean? I, I thought we could come today and talk about all the rumors swirling around the quarterback position, i.e. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, we can get into the combine as well, what we saw, the takeaway, the notes from it. And free agency is right around the corner, so we got to holler about that and who the Raiders can potentially bring into this team to make us better. So without further ado, man, once again, you're watching the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. Sammy, go ahead and play my theme music, man. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Raiders recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal with y'all, man? Once again, it is the sick podcast with the Raiders recap. And we back again, man, after, after a little break, man. We had to see what's going on with the combine. Uh, we had some people there, so we had to get that right. And uh, we're here again, man. So let's go ahead and talk about all the things we might have missed during that week off and the new rumors swirling around the Las Vegas Raiders. So we got to start with the hot trending topic, which is Lamar Jackson. Now, the Ravens have placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, meaning that any team that that is interested will be able to talk to Lamar and at the same time offer the Ravens two first rounds as compensation. So, you know, I feel like that's not bad compensation for a former MVP, only 26 years old. And I'm personally confused on why all these teams were saying they were out so quickly. You know what I mean? The Raiders were reported to be one of them. But another report came out an hour later that the Raiders have not, you know, have not ruled out any quarterback options as far as what they want to do next year, including Lamar Jackson. So, my job here, man, I got to give you my two cents. I got to give you my take on what I think the Raiders should do. And although I do love Lamar, I mean, Lamar, I I, I love watching him play. I love the way he operates, and, and I love the way he operates off the field as well. You know what I mean? I, he's a former MVP. The dude is probably top five quarterback in the league when he's healthy. But for the Raiders specifically, I personally do not think it's smart for us to trade for Lamar Jackson. And here's why. It's not the talent. The talent is undeniable, and if you plugged him in right away with this offense, it would be deadly. But my problem is with the money aspect and the defensive side of the ball. Now, when I say money, a lot of people in Raider Nation love to sit there and give me the narrative that Mark Davis is cash poor. Mark Davis doesn't have a lot of money to be shelling out to these players. That's bullshit. Okay, let's let, let's let's get that out of our minds now. Okay, as Raider fans, let's not sit here and feed into that narrative that Mark Davis is poor. Mark Davis is far from being poor, okay? He's an owner of an NFL team. The man has money, okay? So that that that's not the issue here. The issue is not paying Lamar. The issue is we have to round out this roster. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, because I've heard this, it doesn't matter if you need to round out the defense. Lamar fixes all of those, you know, flaws within your roster, for the people that you don't have and which you might be true. But at the end of the day, man, we got to sit here and we have to say all the people in our division, man, at least they have some type of ball hawk ability on their team or they have ability to get after the quarterback. The chiefs right now, 
we can say whatever about their defense. I personally think their defense is not good. But what sets them apart is that they get turnovers. You know what I mean? They get to the quarterback and they get turnovers. So the Raiders have to get in that mode of doing that. Okay, so we've had probably the least amount of sacks in the league for the past two, three seasons. You know what I mean? I don't remember the last time I've seen somebody on our team have a double digit, not even double digit, but at least five interceptions. You know what I mean? That there's been a minute since we've had a, a type of defense that got after the quarterback and took the ball away. So we have to start bringing in players that will do that for us. And if we're going to do that, that's going to cost a pretty penny. You know what I mean? Um, Jesse Bates is on the market, for example. Jesse Bates is on the market. He's going to cost a pretty penny. You're going to need to pay a lot of money to acquire him. You know what I mean? If you want to acquire somebody like Javon Hargrave, that's going to cost a pretty penny. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to sit here and say we need to have a superstar defense to win in the NFL because it's been proven. You really don't need a superstar defense in today's NFL to win, right? You need a serviceable defense that takes the ball away and creates turnovers and havoc in that offensive backfield. So if that's what we need, bro, it's it's really not smart for us to try to grab Lamar Jackson and shell out that type of money. You know what I mean? When we know we're in a division with top tier offensive talent, that's just the problem. You know what I mean? We're in a division with top tier offensive talent. So we need to go ahead and make the type of moves that will give us probably the one up on a lot of these teams or try to help us compete with a lot of these teams in our own division. You know what I mean? So that's my two cents. I really don't think it's that smart to trade for Lamar Jackson, but at the same time, if the Raiders did trade for Lamar Jackson, you wouldn't sit. I wouldn't sit in here and be mad. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be mad at all. I'd say, let's go ahead and let's roll with it. So that's my two cents on that. Let's, let's see what the Raiders do as far as that. But, if we're going to go into more, you know, free agent rumors, the Raiders are open to a lot of quarterback suggestions. You know what I mean? I've even heard the idea of throwing away, throwing around Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo is a no-go for me. That's a no-go. We might as well just draft ourselves a rookie. Now, we're going to, if we're going to have to, if we're going to have to uh, trade two first-round picks to get Lamar, now, the same thing will probably be said for cj stroud or uh anthony richardson if they fall to three we're probably gonna have to give up more draft capital to get one of those guys now i personally think that it's better for us to give up draft capital to get us a young guy than it is to get lamar jackson and a lot of people might look at me and say oh you're crazy for that you're crazy for that I just think some of the quarterbacks in this draft class might their skill sets fit the Raiders a little bit better than Lamar would. It it just would. I mean, and we watched the combine, you know what I mean? This past weekend, the combine really showed off a lot of skill set. Once again, it's, it's shirts and short. So what can we really say? But at the end of the day, what we were looking for, what I was looking for personally was ball placement, footwork, mechanics. You know what I mean? What all that looked like to me, And I know Bryce Young did not throw, but C.J. Stroud is miles ahead of Will Levis, ahead of Anthony Richardson when it comes to those aspects of his game. He is a pure quarterback to me. C.J. Stroud is the purest quarterback in the class, and his skill set benefits the Raiders tremendously. I mean, we just – 
I could just envision him in the Josh McDaniel system and for what he can do and what Josh can probably, you know, give him easier plays and easier throws that he's more comfortable with as well with the way Josh calls plays. I feel like it'd be a match made in heaven. Now, once again, we watch the combine and, and if we're going to talk about the combine, we got to talk about the monster, Anthony Richardson, right? And I was blown away as everybody with his measurables and the way he was testing, but the 40 and the, and the broad jump, that's not going to tell us how, how my man can spin the football, you know? So, when we watched him throw the ball, he did not look bad. Did not look bad. I did like, you know, he still got some things to clean up. You can tell he's he's still kind of raw as far as playing quarterback. And when you really look at his playing experience, he doesn't have a lot of playing experience. You know, he played that one year at Florida, and I believe that's it for his, you know, collegiate starter experience. So if you really think about it, it's not a lot of high-level football that's been played with him. You know what I mean? So, you're, if you grab that, you're taking a guy that's basically like clay. You know what I mean? I, I look at him like a, a lump of clay that you can mold however you feel. Now, it may turn out to be a beautiful vase, and we might be sitting there. We might be able to get a nice chunk of change, and we might be able to get a nice investment off that vase. Or the clay cannot mold into anything, and it can just sit there as a lump of clay. That, that that's the that's pretty much my analogy for Anthony Richardson. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's a real boomer bust to me. And the only way you try to grab a guy like that is if you are very certain in that Raiders building and in that organization that Josh and the offensive staff can get the most out of these out of this kid. You know what I mean? Like they have to be one hundred percent sold that. Whatever, if we bring this guy in, we can make him a top five quarterback because you're not grabbing him to hopefully grab a, a fringe top 10. You know what I mean? That's not why you get this guy, it's especially with the number seven overall pick. You're not grabbing a quarterback to hope he, he's a fringe top 10. Now, fuck that. I'm grabbing him so that he can be a top five or the best quarterback in the league. That's my hope. If I'm grabbing somebody that raw, but with that type of potential, you know, so that would be my number two quarterback for the Raiders. If if CJ Stroud wasn't on the board, you know, what I mean, I personally think that Bryce Young is not even an option for the Raiders. So I'm not even putting him on the list. So before everybody hops on me and is like, what about Bryce Young? Of course, Bryce Young would be one, but we're not getting Bryce Young. Let's let's get that out your minds now, because if another team trades the Bears, you know, I me mean, for that number one pick it's probably going to be for Bryce Young. Now, if some monkey wrench is thrown in the plan, you guarantee he's probably the second quarterback taken off the board. You know what I mean? So we have to think about that. I don't think Bryce Young is in our wheelhouse. What's in our wheelhouse, and we have to look, C.J. Stroud is a maybe. Anthony Richardson is a possibly. He possibly will be there at seven. You don't know what other teams are thinking, but he might be there at seven. Who I, who I do think is going to be there at seven is Will Levis out of Kentucky. Now, me personally, I have not fallen in love with Will Levis. You know, Will Levis is, to me, would be a settle if you take him at seven. You sit there and say, a quarterback's on the board. You know, we need a quarterback. He has some type of potential. Let's just grab him. And, and in, in those cases, I never think those work out. You know what I mean? I never think those type of draft picks work out because you're just settling for a position of need instead of grabbing best player available at that time because best believe you me 
if the Raiders are picking at seven, they don't trade up and they're picking at seven. Will Levis is on the board. Tyree Wilson is on the board. Uh, uh, Devin Witherspoon is on the board. I mean, even my guy from Pitt, if he's on the board, Christian Gonzalez, if any one of those guys is on the board and you take Levis instead, me personally, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be pissed because that's a settle to me. I'd much rather, if you're going to stand pat at seven, take you somebody like a top flight defender, you know, and then in the second round, we got the seventh pick in the second round. You hopefully try to, if you really like Hooker that much, you can try to package up and trade up in the second round to get Hooker, or you wait to get Hooker in the second round. You know, I would much rather, I can swallow that as a Raiders fan more instead of you saying, let's settle for the guy that we think has more, has upside. He's there but we need a quarterback, so we might as well just take a quarterback. You know what I mean? That doesn't make no sense to me. So in all that aspect, I think that if if Levis is there, we need to go ahead and, and just grab us a top-flight defender. Now, we need to see what the Raiders do in free agency as far as if they're trying to grab a quarterback. Like I said, the Jimmy Garoppolo thing is gaining more steam. And and if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, then it's looking like, okay, where the hell is Jimmy Garoppolo going to go? You know, the only logical explanation would be the Raiders. And I've seen the contract numbers. He's looking for 30, 35, maybe 40 million a year, 30, 35. I'm not paying him that type of money. I'm sorry. I am not doing that. Uh, no way in hell am I giving Jimmy Garoppolo 30 to 35 million dollars, bro. If they do that, if they give Jimmy Garoppolo 30 to 35 million dollars, now you're gonna sit me, you're gonna see me come on here and say, Why the hell didn't you just trade for Lamar Jackson? You might as well have just gave him that type of money. And if I'm sitting here saying don't trade for Lamar Jackson, you better not bring in a damn Jimmy Garoppolo for 30 to 35 million dollars. That's idiotic, it's stupid. Don't do that at all. What you should do, instead of trying to do that, I'd rather re-sign Stidham at a cheaper price. You know what I mean? Bring in my young guy and let them battle it out in camp. If my young guy is Anthony Richardson, I'll let him sit behind Stidham for a year. If my young guy is Hooker, we'll let him sit. But if he comes in at camp and he starts wowing, then shit, whoever wins the job wins the job. You know what I mean? And if it's Stroud, then at the end of the day, we got a nice serviceable backup for Stroud, because to me, Stroud starting day one if you take him. So that's what I would rather the Raiders to do instead of trying to sign a veteran quarterback who has injury concerns that doesn't really move the needle for you, 30 to $35 million, okay? Now, hopping into free agency still, we're, we're, we're going to talk about the defensive side now because really on the offensive side, there's really no need for us to be signing any top-tier money uh, free agents like that. You know what I mean? Like quarterback, sure, give me, give, me, give me steady and we'll be straight. You know what I mean? We don't really need much at receiver. Maybe give me a, a nice little speedster. You could probably find that in the draft, though. You know, we need another guard. You could probably find that in the draft. But if another top-flight guard comes available, then maybe. But you don't really need much on offense. Now, when we transition to the defense side of the ball, a lot of holes within the roster <coughs> that need to be talked about and need to be addressed, okay? Every level of this defense needs a new starter, okay? Defensive line, edges, we need another edge if we can get some more pressure, 
Uh, we need more linebackers. Certainly need more linebackers in the corner room. Certainly need more corners. You know, in the in the safety room, need another safety. Like the every level of this defense needs a starter. We need somebody on that defensive line to eat up them double teams and or give us a push in the middle. Man, we've been lacking that sorely. We need a linebacker to come in here and give us some rangy coverage ability, at least a remnant of it. I mean, last year, God damn, every game of last season, the Raiders are getting destroyed in the middle of the field, like completely destroyed. And, you know, Divine Diablo was on IR. You know, Denzel Perriman wasn't a... a you know, consistent contributor within the game days. You know, he was sometimes hurt. So we were rolling out there with uh with, with guys off the practice squad. And we were rolling out there with guys who are undrafted, Luke Masterson. That's who we're rolling out there with in our linebacker group. So it's time for us to really bolster that room up. And there's a lot of free agents on the market to do that. You got Tremaine Edmonds. You got TJ Edwards, who I personally like. Bobby Okereke, he's nice. You know what I mean? Um, um. I believe somebody from the Vikings, I forget his name, but um, he just got released as well. And I really like him. Eric Kendricks, Kendricks, is, I believe. So he just got released. The linebacker class in free agency is very well, not even to mention in the draft. In the draft, the linebacker class in the draft is very deep as well. We'll be able to add to this room and need to add to this room, but it all starts in free agency. And last but not least, we go to the DB room, corner safeties. Um, Need to sign a corner, bro. I mean, the Jalen Ramsey thing has been floating around for a while, but it's been kind of quiet on that front. And I don't know if I would if I would give up any capital to get him either. I'd probably go in free agency and go in the draft because the corner, you know, the corner depth in this draft class is good as well. You know, so the as far as the free agent corners go, not a lot, not a lot really, you know, spark my interest or move the needle for me. I mean, James Bradbury is cool because he knows the system. You know what I mean? I'd rather re-sign Rocky Sin though, because Rocky Sin gave us some good production. Yes, he was kind of he was he he was hit by the little injury bug a little bit, but he gave us good production while in there. I did like how he played. So I, I would grab him, bring him back, but then also look to add as well. Whether it be free agency or you feel like you can grab a corner in this draft class, you need to add to this room because we're severely lacking in length in this room. You know what I mean? We have a lot of a lot of lot a lot of guys who are quick, but not really too long, not really too lanky. You know what I mean? Like we have Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs needs to move back into the slot to me. You know, we have him. We have a Meek Robertson right now under contract, slot guy. You know, what I mean? Tyler Hall to me, slot guy. You know what I mean? Not nice, more around the line of scrimmage. And also, you know, we have Sam Webb, undrafted guy last year. He's nice, but at the same time, I, I don't really want to sit there and rely on a undrafted guy to take that next step that we need him to take you know what I mean I'd rather grab somebody in free agency that I know that can give me good starter level production and then grab me a rookie and hope that that rookie I got can give me what I'm hoping for as far as you know I mean pro bowl uh type type production or just starter level production it's been a minute since the Raiders had a draft that that even you know comprised of of players that gave you starter level production like in the last two years, maybe two, three years, we've our draft classes in the first and second round have been just god awful, like god awful, and we we don't even have guys on this roster anymore that we have selected. So it's time for the Raiders to start hitting on these first round picks and or second round picks, and really start 
grabbing guys that can give you instant starter production because that's what's setting all these other teams apart. They're drafting well, and, and guys are coming in year one and giving them starter-level production. The Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs had many rookies on their on their roster this year, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and still won the Super Bowl. So it can be done. It can be done. But it needs to – you need to execute. And that's that's the name of the game for this offseason is execute. So we'll see what they do, man. We'll see what they do. <coughs> Jesse Bates is a free agent as well. That's my number one guy as far as safety goes. You got Jordan Poyer out there. That's nice. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he's out there. That would be nice. You know what I mean? So a lot of options for the Raiders to bring in you know, marquee guys in here. You know what I mean? Don't don't cheap them either. Don't try to throw cheap contracts. This ain't the time for that. It's time to really go in how we've never really went in on the defense before and really start signing free agents, you know what I mean, to this defensive roster to get us better. Because really all we're missing is, is the guy under center on offense and this thing can get cracking. So that's uh, – that that's what I think should happen and, and what I think will happen. I think the Raiders will go defensive heavy once free agency opens up. And hey, if they don't, I will be here same time once again, crucifying them if they don't make moves. So I'm not on the fire Ziegler and McDaniel's train right now. But if they don't make moves starting this free agency, you will see me back here. And we are going to have a hell of a time talking about what the hell they are doing. So Let's not hope I come back here on a negative tip and we come back here on some positivity like I'm feeling right now. And I feel like they're going to nail this offseason and this draft. So once again, you are watching the sick podcast with the Raiders recap. Make sure y'all hit the like and subscribe button, man. Keep helping the channel grow. It is much appreciated. And we're going to catch you next time at the same time on this same little network. So Sammy, go ahead. Play me out, man. And appreciate y'all for tuning in. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.